All right, here we go. Vegas Fever Podcast. Jason and Paula here with you. We, you know, it's it's been a little while. You know, you don't do a podcast for like eleven days. All of a sudden, like all this all this stuff happens. But we knew the schedule was coming out. Um, and you know, free agency happens to be. We come at you on a Tuesday night. Wednesday noon Eastern is free agency, so it'll be Tomorrow. yes. So I was only doing that because like, if you're listening to this, like a week out, you know what I mean? For like whatever reason. Um, but yeah, it's going to be hectic and crazy tomorrow um, for the start of free agency. Uh, not really sure what the golden Knights are going to do in terms of free agency. So they, you know, they handed out their restricted free agent, you know, tendered contracts. So basically majority of them they were able to um tender tender (laughs) that's a term i guess for it so you know when you're a restricted free agent the team has a chance before a certain time and day which was i believe yesterday to offer you an agreement and then you can come to terms you know at a later time so brett howden was one of the ones that didn't get one but there's rumor from the big wigs of hockey you know from reporting wise is that they're saying that howden and the golden knights are going to work something out um there was a couple that weren't and i'm going to have to look those up i know that i believe yuri no what was dylan ferguson Mm -hmm. who was basically with logan thompson a lot in the ahl last few years um did not get one so he may be hitting if you don't get one, you hit the market um, and you're free to go to another team, essentially. So he was one of the ones that didn't get one. A couple other guys didn't. Um, there was really no surprises, um, you can say, on that front. Uh, a lot of a lot of stuff going on, you know, kind of individually, little stuff with the Golden Knights that I, that I really wanted to touch on. Okay. Um, so... There was a comment made by Kelly McCrimmon, and he went on the Cam and Strick podcast. I don't want to get ahead of myself by playing it. Uh, He went on the Cam and Strick podcast. This was about a week ago. And uh, they asked him uh, what was going on with Pete DeBoer, because he's open to speak about Pete DeBoer now that Pete's not there, and what happened with Pete and Robin Leonard and Marc-Andre Fleury specifically. And uh, this would probably – this is – it's going to give you a little bit of indication, maybe some fire, and here we go. Well, last year you mentioned Mark Andre and uh, and Lenny sharing the net at the 56 game season. I, I give both guys credit. I thought their relationship was really good. I thought they were happy for the other guy when he uh, when he played well. Uh, you know, this year uh, Lenny had a lot of trouble with injuries in the second half of the year. Our team was shorthanded. Uh, he was trying to play. He was trying to play. He wasn't able to play uh, at the top of his game. Um, you know, we were having trouble getting wins. We even got to uh, April where we still uh, had a chance. We were addressing a little better lineup. I don't think that uh, anybody in our lineup necessarily was at the top of their game, but at least our lineup card uh, looked better, and we were scratching and clawing for wins. So that's uh, that's what happened. And, uh, you know, Lenny had to have, uh, you know, surgery uh, on his shoulder. He also had a pretty significant injury to his leg. Um, you know, past that, uh, Pete has always been a big Robin Leonard fan. He, uh, he wanted him as, uh, as our goal. He wanted, uh, you know, wanted us to extend them, you know, played him, 
as our starter in the bubble when we went to the conference finals uh, against uh, Dallas last year. Uh, we went to the conference finals and Flower was our starter. Flower had a great year, won the Vesna. And yet, uh, you know, Lenny was uh, was the guy that Pete always felt uh, the most comfortable with. Okay. Now. I'm that, sorry. That's just like nothing that no one knew, didn't know already. But from the horse's mouth to your ears. Right. But it's been very obvious. Everybody has been saying this. That drives me insane. That drives me absolutely insane. You mean to tell me you got rid of your three-time Stanley Cup winning champion, Vesna winner, won the award with Leonard for the regular season in terms of goal, you know, goals against average and, and, and performance, okay? To ship him to two places that suck. Well, Minnesota's better than Chicago. Sorry if you like those teams. He had no business being there. And the man today is the starter for the Minnesota Wild because Cam Talbot got traded to Ottawa. So you I'm traded so, him for this. I'm not surprised. It was very obvious. And one of the reasons why I didn't like Pete DeBoer because his bias couldn't be any more obvious. So I'm, I'm not surprised. I don't know why you're so surprised. For it to come out in word on a podcast that thousands of people plus listen to. The, the man has no shame. At the end of the day, though, Pete DeBoer doesn't run the team like that. So if they wanted to keep Flurry, they would have kept him. It's just a shame because the man can still play. It's very clear. They traded a younger goaltender away to keep him. And he's the guy. Marc-Andre Flurry comes to T-Mobile Arena April 1st of 2023. If Apparently anyone's... not to some people. Yeah. The debate, even in terms of just... And there's no names here, but in the inside the rink family, there is this back and forth, and nobody needs to be named with Leonard and Flurry and how they feel about both. It absolutely blows my mind. And you, you got to think about this, though. There are people in the Eastern Conference that report for Eastern Conference teams. Mark Andre Flurry burned them mm -hmm. so many times. The Capitals. That's fair. Right? I guess. How many times did he burn them? The Rangers. Maybe, maybe you know, the Panthers, the Lightning, and so on and so forth, right? How many it, times it, did he like burn them? Going back to that podcast clip, it just seems like he's trying to throw them under the bus, which is blatantly obvious that... That's what we do here. You know, but at the end of the day, it wasn't their decision. It wasn't Pete DeBoer's decision. Pete DeBoer... Gave Robin Leonard a management gave management a boat of confidence in Robin Leonard, and that, in my opinion, altered the course because maybe they weren't thinking that, and maybe they were, but, but that altered what you know, happened. You can also see performance of play. This hasn't gone well, and the Golden Knights. Speaking of all this, may be in the market for a goaltender because. Robin Leonard and Laurent Brassois both had surgery. In, in my opinion, you could trade them both for somebody else. That that's that's another day conversation we've had. The Golden Knights are probably going to be looking for a goaltender just to fill in that first little bit of the season. And last year in free agency, they were handcuffed, as were they the year before, and they are again this year. So, what are they doing for a goaltender? 
the guy that was backing up Logan Thompson, you don't hand a contract to, even if it's for the first month of the season in Dylan Ferguson, you know, Dylan Ferguson, you don't tender him. So now who are you, who are you going to get? I'm telling you in five years or less, this team is going to be shit. And I say that, and I know that because they have bitten too many big contracts mm-hmm. off of mm-hmm. the market. They own too many big ones. And, and they're not performing. Exactly. And now what have you done to get these guys? You have depleted your underneath system, mm-hmm. your AHL system, your ECHL system to get these guys. Yeah. Nobody from the 2017 draft is around. And that was only five years ago. That's insane. Was I impressed with Cody Glass? Not really. Did I think a lot of, uh, you know, he wasn't Brandstrom? Ter- he wasn't terrible. Brandstrom was unproven. I, I, I mean... He wasn't terrible, but he wasn't healthy. And they replaced him with Nolan Patrick, who wasn't healthy either. You know what I mean? That guy's been through a lot of stuff. I'm just really hoping with this new coach, I'm hoping Stone's going to be better. Pacioretty, you're paying big bucks for these guys. Yeah. They need yeah. to... You're paying five, six, seven, eight million a year. Perform. They need to do their job. You don't, you don't go to work. And do less than par performance and get paid right i mean they you know i understand it's a completely different thing because it's a physical body they can't help getting injured but even when stone was playing he wasn't no he wasn't right last year he had the back surgery so he should be ready to go you know patrick you're talking about multiple times on the on you know out lengthy Alec Martinez. Alec Martinez will die to block a shot, and all they talk about is how much he trade value he has. Nick Haig has come up in recent talk about maybe relief of the cap. So Nick Haig is a lot younger than Alec Martinez. And you know, Marsha Show has been pretty decent. Right. I know there was I heard some talk about getting rid of him and of course Carlson. Well, I believe he had a 30 goal season last year Marsha right. so for the okay. second time in his career, the first time since right before he was sent to Vegas in the expansion draft. I am okay with the Carlson deal. I am fine with that. That's one of the guys that has value. Yeah, I know. It's just it'll be like an end of an era. Yeah. When you see that last Vegas original misfit go, that that's when that's when it's but, completely you know, maybe done. Maybe it had something. That, you know, he played well under his second. It wasn't as great as his first year, but that's really hard to be. Yeah. So you go from forty-two to twenty-eight is it's not still bad. Good. But then you go from like twenty-eight to like ten. Maybe with this new coach yeah. morale, I don't. There was a lot going on, obviously, behind the scenes. Right. No, I'm really excited for Bruce Cassidy. Um, Bruce Cassidy was on the ice a little bit. There's the the developmental camp which we'll just touch on just here briefly going on at City National. Um, it's just basically some scrimmages, uh, practices and scrimmages with some of the new guys who got drafted, um, which there are six of them, I believe. And we're not a draft show. We don't, you know, we're not, you know, we're not, um, you know, in terms of, you know, no, but you can scouts go and prospects. The yes. Because they have plenty of good articles and, blogs and information regarding that there's a ton of people on the team that enjoy that and yes. are great at it there are people on the team at inside the rank um which you can go to their twitter at on inside underscore the underscore rank at inside the rank.com that do 
um, professional women's hockey, uh, which is really, really cool to get into. That's something that Inside the Rink has gone to, um, as well as your favorite outlets for NHL talk. Um, and there is also a lot of fun stuff cooking up. So if you have any anything that you want to read about Inside the Rink, um, make sure you go over there uh, and do that. And since we're talking about Inside the Rink, let's, let's throw it over to Paula. Yeah, let's just do our quick word from our show sponsor and friends of Inside the Rank, BetUS. BetUS has your NHL, NBA, UFC, PGA, and NFL betting lines up for their 28th year of live betting. Sign up for BETUS.com with promo code RANK for 125% sign-up bonus. Yeah, guys, the code is RANK, R-I-N-K, 125% sign-up bonus. Make sure you play with a proven mainstay in the industry. That's BetUS. You bet you win and you get paid. BetUS.com. Wanted to touch. This is going to be an all gold tonight show because I, I mean, you know, there's it's really the time of year when you get the draft and free agency. This is the time that you kind of focus on that stuff. Um, in addition to the developmental stuff that's going on the next couple of days, um, there's a little rookie face off that's going on in San Jose for the Golden Knights, and they will play three tournament games uh in september right before right as camp opens and right before the first preseason game um so you've got the 16th 17th and 19th of september they will play arizona the la kings um and anaheim so nick haig jake lecision uh Braden Peschall have received their qualifying offers from the Golden Knights. Uh, ben Jones did not, and he will be a free agent. Um, also, I believe we are waiting to hear still. I'm trying to look here because I think that I saw something. You still had Nick Waugh, Keegan Colsar, Brett Howden, Jonas Ronberg, and Dylan Ferguson. Um, so we know that if I'm not mistaken, Nick Waugh and Colsar got their, their offers. Howden didn't, and his season ended early with the, with the neck injury. He took a wicked, wicked spill into the boards. Um, him and the Golden Knights are going to get it done. I guess Ronbjerg and Ferguson did not. Um, Jonas Ronbjerg played sparingly. I mean, look, there were a lot of players that came up because of the injuries last year, and he was one of them. And I would say that he played you know, as good as possible for a young kid stepping mm -hmm. into big shoes. I don't really think maybe it's necessarily fair, um, you know, but that's kind of the way it goes um, in the NHL. Um, another young kid that got drafted not too long ago. Um, speaking of the draft, got a bunch of new players here. Let's see. I can't say some of these names are so hard. Some of these names are really, really difficult. Um, ben Hammerling, that's an easy one. Um, Abram Wiebe, I don't know if I'm saying that one right. Patrick Gay or Gway, I'm not sure. Sorry if I butchered that to hell. Uh, Cameron Whitehead. Um, Jordan Gustafson, it's an easy one. Um, Matthias Sapov Aliv. Matthias, Matthias Sapov Aliv was their first pick. Their first selection was the 48th selection, and that's, and that's who they took. Um, you know, so those guys ended up in the developmental camp. And um, 
maybe one of the other reasons that I'm not really too high on prospects is because I feel like Vegas trades them all away. Am I wrong? Yeah, no. I, I, mean, I mean, there's no point in getting quote unquote attached right, when they right. just use them as bait. So. And, and, you know, and uh, that's exactly, that's exactly right. You know, I'm was never a, a scout, uh, you know, type and never paid attention until they reached like maybe the AHL. You know, and then, you know, you put an ear out for him, you know, like, you know, you knew Keegan Colsar was coming, you knew Logan Thompson was coming, you know, like, etc. But I I just don't want to get attached to anything that the Golden Knights are going to use for as, you know, as trade bait, you know, you know, is basically the bottom line. Um, As we continue here in the all Golden Knights show, which, you know, which I'm kind of digging, you know, I, I, I do miss UNLV basketball, but. No news from them this week. The NHL schedule came out, which was kind of a surprise. You know, some leagues like the NFL and the NBA, they do like a reveal on like ESPN and they make it like a special. They didn't really do that. It was kind of just like, oh, here it is. You know, Um, the Golden Knights will open in LA on the 11th of October and they will open the season at T-Mobile two days later against Chicago um, on the 13th. Some highlights from the schedule. Now, a, a lot of the information we get is from Sinbin Vegas. Um, you can follow them on Twitter at, at Sinbin.Vegas. Um, actually, it's just at Sinbin Vegas um, on Twitter. Uh, the, really, really good content. Um, the Golden Knights writers and you know media personnel are really, really good. So yeah. Jesse, uh, Jesse Granger, um, Ken Bulky is one of the guys from Sinbin. Um, Jason, I, I forget the other, the, his last name, but yeah, Ken, Ken and Jason are really, yeah. really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesse Granger, uh, Danny Webster from the sun, Willie Ramirez from the AP. Um, of course you have Ed Graney who has the show, uh, in Vegas. He, he does some night stuff as well. Uh, Ben goats, uh, David Shane stopped reporting on the nights this year. Uh, and I think he's doing like 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 gambling, like World Series of Poker and stuff like that. So, um, David Shane was really really good too. Um, but some highlights from the schedule. Most of the start times out of eighty two games, thirty two of them will start at or thirty eight of the eighty two will start at seven o'clock Pacific time. Um, which is really really tough for us out here, but you know, great for you know the people in Las oh, Vegas. Yes. Um, the most games on a certain day, Thursday and Saturday, 19 each. Wow. Um, Tuesday comes in next with 17. Surprisingly, uh, Sunday only has seven, um, but Saturday is carrying the bulk of those at, at, at um, 19. And Friday only has six, which is interesting. Um, longest homestand is seven games, and that has happened three times before in golden Knights history, they want six and one, five and two and four and three on the previous ones. And that will run from January 5th to the 21st. It's just Um, coming up quick. I know. I mean, I, I people are already talking about Halloween. I know. Cause it's, you know, August is going to be here soon. And that's really the start of spooky season. I know. Which right after July 4th is when the, the, you know, the stores get the truckloads of, so, you know, then, which is really the start of hockey season. I know. I miss it already, and it's only been a couple weeks. You know, if you really think about it, like Tampa took home the cup, or sorry, I wish they did. Colorado <laughs> like, uh, took home the cup a couple weeks ago, and you know they dropped the schedule, and then all of a sudden we're doing like 
you know, talking about next year, yeah, talking about fun. developmental camp. And I'm looking forward to the new season. The, the VGK have just seven back-to-backs, which is the fewest in the history of the franchise. Four are on the road. Two of the seven are in the same week. VG play, VGK plays five games in seven days from the 21st of January to the 28th of January. Um, so obviously last year there was 12 back-to-backs. Um, and then also the year before that got shut down to COVID. There was eight before the shutdown. In 1920, there was 12. 18-19 had 13. And 17-18, the inaugural season, had 12. So this is the least back-to-backs uh, for the Golden Knights. Um the Golden Knights do not have a home game for 22 days from January 21st to February 12th. Wow. And the road trip will take them from Arizona to New York. That's when they do there. Mm-hmm. And that's why I told you that New York road trip is late. Usually it's before Christmas. Yeah. Or even at the end of November. Um, it will take them from Arizona up to the Northeast, Nashville and Minnesota. And then there's also the bye week for the All-Star game. Uh, is slotted in there. So that's a little bit, so that information is a little slanted because of the week off um, as well. Um, The Golden Knights experienced a similar scheduling quirk in 2020. They had 28 consecutive days away from home and eight in in, a game road trip. And Gerard Gallant was fired after the first of the eight road games. Um, I like, I like, I like silly, crazy, funky awesome stats like this i i really really like that stuff so vegas is three they play three road games in their first four and they are away from home in nine of the season's first 15 i feel like they're gone at the beginning and they get that fat chunk in the middle Mm -hmm. maybe when they're back i think i feel like at the beginning they're gone and then towards the end they're back that's just the way i feel uh, about it and all that was brought to you by Sinbin Vegas. Um, cannot forget the preseason schedule since we're talking about all these other things that are going on. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Where are you? I just saw you, or maybe that was rookie camp. I don't know. Let's see. So, oh, I got them both here. September 14th, rookie camp starts, the 21st, training camp starts. Uh, then the preseason starts on September 25th at defending champion Colorado. Um, there will be a game in Salt Lake again. That is the frozen, the new frozen fury in Salt Lake. And there's a game in Boise first time in 25 years. There will wow. be a game in Boise, Idaho, and they will play Arizona um, on the eighth, the last preseason game, the eighth of October. Um, lots of, lots of cool stuff. Yeah, I know it's, you know, it might be boring to some, but, I really, really like that stuff. Yes. Yes. It's a ton of information. Just, you know, every every time I say something, just stop and then start again, you know, so you can process (laughs) uh, what I was saying. Um, So, yeah, definitely check out Inside the Rink, insidetherink.com. Yeah. And I just wanted to say that Vegas Varsity is having a sale right now. Um, Most of his T-shirts seem to be anywhere from $21 to $24, $27. On top of that, you can use VFP10 for an additional 10% off. Um, I just seen a couple that I don't know if they're new or if I didn't see them, but yeah, that I like that flurry one. Oh, I've seen that one before. Yeah. But the other flurry one, 
I like to. Yeah, but yeah. I want to get that one, and it's on sale right now. So Vegas fans, you're sad, right, that you know Mark Andre Fleury is going to be starting somewhere else? Get yourself a Mark Andre Fleury shirt from Vegas Varsity at a wonderful price, fantastically, fantastically made, and will ship. And you know, in perfect timing. He's got some hoodies going on, Gucci Row, and for the Rebel fans and. The shirt with the national championship ring, ring on I it has come up. So he'll tweet when other people tweet Where, at him. Yeah. And there's been a couple. That. That's a nice shirt. $30 and then these That's are That's fantastic. The FP10. VegasVarsity.com yes. at VegasVarsity uh, on Twitter. We are planning. Yes. I mean, we're, we're, we're planning a Vegas trip. Yes. There'll be more details. But we... We've seen the schedule. There's a couple of circles on the calendar. We have to see if we could swing it. But uh, it would it would be it would be absolutely fantastic to to witness a game at T-Mobile Arena. The Golden Wife is over there at the Golden Wife on Twitter. I'm at Vegas Fever Pod. Jason is my name. Um, be sure and subscribe uh, after you listen. We are. I don't think I've said this in a few episodes, but we're really, really, really grateful. For everyone who listens and subscribes, mm-hmm. um, we grow all the time. We get people message us all the time um, or hit us up on Twitter just so everybody can see it about how fantastic um, the show is and what they feel about a certain uh, topic that we're talking about. So if you guys have any yes, please, feedback. Um, reach out with any feedback. We love a good um, back and forth. Yes. I'd love to hear yes. what other fans think as well. Yeah, via DM or via, you know, just adding us on Twitter. doesn't really matter. One or the other. So yeah, we'll get out of here. Next time we talk, uh, it's going to be about free agency. It's probably just going to be a, a, a straight up, Recap. straight up. Um, you know, I want to say it's going to be like crazy and nuts, but I don't really think Vegas is doing much. Like, you know, you know, the thing about their management, they'll figure it out. You know, the golden Knights, they always have to have some event happen. Uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Uh, everybody uh, have fun. Be safe. See you later.